Hi, besties. Welcome to the pop. I'm Michelle. And I'm Maddie. And this is your weekly pop culture podcast. How are you? I'm good. Eat my ravioli. Your ravioli? What kind of ravioli is it? Um, Spinach and cheese. God, that sounds so good. It is really good. That sounds so good. What sauce did you use? I need all the details. Okay, so here's, I didn't actually use a sauce. What? I took it directly out of the pot while I was boiling and I put cheese on it. Okay. So it's like covered in melted cheese. Did you like season it a little bit? Yeah, I, uh, you know, like the dash seasoning. Ah. Yeah, it's like the garlic and herb. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was was like, like, I didn't have time to think about a sauce. I was like, I got to get this ravioli out the pot and in my mouth now. You know, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. I I feel that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Okay. I um I took a cycling class for the first time this morning at 5:30 in the morning and oh. I was like, you know what? I feel great. Like I felt so fantastic. I like finally understood like what that runner's high is that people say they get mm-hmm. because it's nonstop cardio for like 45 minutes. Felt fantastic. Got a coffee, went home, got ready for work, felt so good. Got to work. Dead. Like, it hit me like a ton of bricks, and I have stayed that way all day, even through the coffee. And I realized when I got home, like, everyone was like, your crotch is going to be bruised. And I was like, guys, like, I didn't feel anything. Like, you're crazy. Boy, do I feel it now. <laughs> Did you just tell the whole world your crotch is bruised? It is. It is. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. My crotch is, in fact, bruised. Um, and it hurts like a bitch but um you know what it's okay it's okay, okay. Uh, i still okay. have fun so okay yeah that's how my day has been going oh uh, well sounds like a solid day it has been a solid day okay yeah it's been it's been solid well i, feel I like- hope you get some rest and some ice for your crotch oh thanks some icy hot for my crotch yeah (laughs) give her a break I've never had to deal with that before I feel like the closest thing to that is like uh, uh, a heat a heating pad for your cramps I think about like a bruised crotch well yeah (laughs) yeah no but I mean like that's like the closest thing I think I've ever had to that like I've never had to deal with an issue like this before so Mm -hmm. we'll see well, I'm sure you'll make it out, possibly to another class. Possibly. Perhaps. 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 We'll go from there. Yeah. You well, can make like a cycling, um, like a cycling bag and, and it will have like crotch eyes. Well, did you know that they have like padded shorts? Um... It's well, like, I've never, I've never done a cycling class, so no. It's like made specifically for cycling, so then you don't bruise your crotch. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's quite interesting. Hmm, like a cup. Oh well. Yeah. You learn new things every day. The more you, you know. Anyways. <laughs> <laughs> well, well shockingly, so this episode is actually not about bruised crotches. It's not. It has absolutely nothing to do with this episode. Today, we're actually going to be talking about child stars. Mm-hmm. And now, not what they've gone through, because we haven't. 
but kind of our thoughts on what it means and what it's like to grow up in the most terrifying industry in the world. Yeah. I also like, I thought, cause we were talking about like what topic should we do today? And like, this made me think of it. Um, everything in the news right now that I've been seeing for the past like two days, we can finally say his name because this is out in the open. Dan Schneider. He oh, I was like allegations Who? against him. Like publicly, there are protests happening outside of the Nickelodeon studios in Hollywood. Like it's happening. It's going down. So Good. yeah. So like that just kind of made me think about Disney Channel and like Nickelodeon stars and everything that they've been through, but then also like the success that it has brought them. So mm-hmm. like, was it worth it? Like, are they happy about their lives or do they yeah. wish that it had gone a different way? Mm-hmm. Like, are they grateful for the opportunity or do they wish that they never even had it? I think it depends on, like, each individual person. Yeah. You know, and, like, I don't have the same experience, but, like, I was a child actress. Yeah. And so, like, I remember the only reason that I stopped, and this is going to sound stupid, was because I kept getting carsick. And I didn't like missing the craft part of school, which would always be the later half of the day, which I would have to leave to go do audition or a shoot or something. Oh, my God. And I was like, well, I don't like that. I want to miss out on that. Mom's like, okay, well, then you don't get to do this. And I was like, well, shit. Okay, I want to do crafts. And you're like, like, that's my reasoning. Too bad. I was like seven. And I was like, I want to do crafts. She's like, okay, girl, then you do the crafts. Yeah. She's like, that's just how it's going to go. Also, I guess if you think about it that way, like you're asking people who are like seven years old to make decisions about one, the rest of their lives, two, a lot of money, and three, like pretty adult decisions to ask them to choose between crafts and a career at seven years old is like a strange question to ask a seven-year-old. Yes, it's it's like they act like these seven-year-olds are adults and have like the comprehension and decision-making skills of an adult, when in reality, they could probably barely pick what to eat for dinner you know yeah but at the same time there's like that double-edged sword of like when you look back and you're like wow my parents controlled my entire life like a normal kid but now they're controlling your life with money yeah the problem is it's your money yeah so that's another like hard kind of weird aspect of it especially um with Jeanette McCurdy she talked about how like I don't remember what that account's called, but there was an account where, like, you get, like, I think it's half of whatever you make or 20% or whatever. It's called a account. A Coogan account, yeah. So they take a percentage of whatever you make and they put it to the side. So then technically you, the actor, will make the money that you worked for later Mm -hmm. on in your life. I think it's when you turn 18 or something, it's available Mm -hmm. to you. So then you actually made money, not just for you, but for your, or not just for your family, but for you. And it turns mm-hmm. out with Jeanette McCurdy, her mom never set up that account. So she never saw any money from iCarly or any of those things that she did when she was underage. Mm-hmm. And she paid for her entire family, which is just crazy. Like the thought of like paying for your entire family when you're literally a minor and a kid, like a kid is scary enough. But then adding on the fact that you never got to see any profit from the years of work that you did is absolutely mind-blowing yeah and for the entire time that you are working to be told you don't have money Mm -hmm. do you know like like it's not yours like who said that it was yours like she's being reinforced an idea that you don't have money 
Yeah. Which, okay, this is not the same for every person. I know Demi Lovato has also come out and said they also were supporting their family when they were children. I was just going to say that. <laughs> I also think about Zendaya only because Zendaya has come out like a few years ago and talked about her anxiety about money and how she has feels like she constantly has to work or she won't have money. And I mm-hmm. think like putting children through that and now like that's different if you were like 17 you first start working or 16 you start working but like children like they were like nine ten years old when they're mm-hmm. making a ridiculous amount of money for a nine ten year old to be doing and working ridiculous hours for them I think oh, that yeah. instills that anxiety in them about work and about how they are going to survive I know that um Selena Gomez was also the same case of like paying for her family mm-hmm. um like she supported her whole family and I think she supported both sides like she lived with her mom her parents were divorced her dad lived like in Texas and they lived in LA and I think she did support both of them I could be wrong but I remember hearing that somewhere um and it's interesting when you think about like so many of these kids are put through that so young yeah versus there's these people like Miley Cyrus per se whose father mm-hmm. is Billy Ray Cyrus and has an abundant amount of money right her mm-hmm. aunt is Dolly Parton like it's it was easier for them right like she didn't mm-hmm. have to worry about supporting her family as much as those others did but it's so weird to have to think about like the two different like life paths and like the way that they looked at that job they had the same job mm-hmm. but the way that they viewed them is completely different I also think like in a strange way if you think of from the parents' perspective, like, they're driving politicians. They're negotiating for them. They're, like, doing work, mm-hmm. but yet they're not employed. So yeah. I can understand also of them being like, well, yeah, of course you're going to help pay for the house and taxes because, like, part of my job for you as your parent is doing half of your job that you would do if you were an adult in this industry. It also depends on if the, te- or the teacher, if the parent is the manager or not. Yeah. Because I know that Demi Lovato's stepdad was their manager. Mm-hmm. But it's interesting to think, like, was Jeanette McCurdy's mom her manager? Like, she was, I think. She was? Okay. Because that's like sure. a whole different thing. It's like, if it's, if you're the manager, obviously you get a percentage of whatever they're making because that's yeah, how it works. Also, but who hired is... them as the manager? Yeah. They did. Yeah. So. I don't know. I just think, like, there's definitely an unhealthy boundary. And, like, that border is kind of easy to cross over when it comes to these situations. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, even, like, like you were saying, Zendaya, like, she's probably, like, she's freaking wealthy. She's Zendaya. Like, she is known worldwide. Like, in Marvel, she's the star of Euphoria. Like, she's making money every second, probably. But to her... She has that, like, voice in the back of her head constantly telling her, like, we need to support our family. Like, we, this is for us to live. Like, I need yeah. to continue working constantly, which is just, like, really sad when you think about it. Because, like, she doesn't have to anymore, but she probably has that anxiety mm-hmm. in her brain constantly. I also think, like, Zendaya, and I'm just in particular, um, didn't get the regular childhood. Like, her childhood was work. Mm-hmm. And so, like, if you're flipping around from, like, anybody's regular childhood, you don't have the same mentality about jobs, about money. Like, Zendaya did not go to school like a regular child and have recess and hang out with their friends after school and do homework that way. Zendaya worked and then did school if she had time, you know? Like, 
yeah your mentality about what your job is is completely different I know that Bella Thorne was also the same case um her father died when she was pretty young I want to say like I want to say she was maybe like seven or eight or something and I remember like reading that she was put into modeling by her mom to support the family when she was young and then started acting and especially after her dad died like she was pretty much the sole supporter of that family it's crazy to me to think that a parent would like now in a certain certain circumstances i understand but it's also insane to think like a parent would be like oh i know we're gonna make money i'm my child do something no exactly Like, like that's crazy to me that like somebody would come to that conclusion yeah like unless you've been given this opportunity like let's say you are put on the disney channel your first try mm-hmm. right like of course like i'll be making them- money off of that like that's just a given so like it'd be like yeah i mean like we're gonna make a little bit of money off of that but i would never be like you're gonna be the sole income of our household yeah or just like i'll let my child go into acting for fun yeah exactly we're not take that seriously if we can make some money cool but it's not the end of the world but like that's that's always boggling my mind that somebody can make that decision yeah i agree i've always wondered about um miranda cosgrove Mm -hmm. because she was in it really young too so like i've always wondered because she's been like really quiet about her like experience acting as a kid and like Jeanette McCurdy said in her book that, like, Miranda and her would always, like, be able to connect over, like, you know, problems that they had with child acting and, like, things like that. So I've always wondered, like, you never hear anything about her. It's, like, she's pretty private compared to, like, well, Jeanette McCurdy now and, like, Demi Lovato and all these people. Like, you never really know how her childhood was. So, like, their public perception plays a big role because it's as if school building, but on a global scale. So, like, somebody like Dem Lovato, who has been memed and bullied and made fun of online compared to somebody like Selena Gomez, Mm -hmm. who people just adored. Like, their situations can be somewhat similar, somewhat different. Yeah, but also how the public perceives a person affects their experience. Yeah. And so Miranda Cosgrove has always played fan favorites, and so has um, Jeanette McCurdy. But also, Miranda Cosgrove was doing it longer and was fan favorites for longer. Like, she never had... I don't want to say, like, hate. Because, yeah, she got, like, the Michael Jackson joke. (laughs) But for the most part, nobody was actually, like, disliking her in the way that people would dislike Demi Lovato, you know? No. No, yeah. Or dislike Bella Thorne when Bella Thorne became an adult. It's one of those, you're, like, what you go through. Yeah, you can all go through being a child actor and go through your parents or your manager and go through working all the time. But also, like, public perception and online bullying changes everything. Yeah. Like, the online bullying and everything like that is Mm -hmm. one side. And then there's the other side of, like, the actual, like, corporation, like, production channel what studio whatever you want to call it that's running this like the executives because that's a whole other scenario like I have heard so many horror stories about this besides Dan Schneider like I remember hearing that like Disney Channel they would throw like giant ragers in clubs and invite Mm -hmm. these 15 16 year old girls 
to just hang out with these older executives from different companies and then they would feed and like um oh my god what's the word like they would literally just give money like they would fund I guess the studio like they would give them oh oh okay yeah I know what you're talking about investors yeah like they would pretty much just like use these girls as pawns Mm -hmm. I mean it could be boys too I this is I've only heard about the girls but like that's a thing that I've heard uh, many times that like that was a thing that like you were required after your long day of work to go to this club and like promote yourself I guess mm-hmm. and like almost like pimp yourself out to these old guys just so then like this studio could get some funding yeah and it's not just like in movies and tv little mix have talked about how they were told they need to go flirt with executives to get their albums promoted yeah as like young women and probably like freshly 18 yeah like it's so disgusting but it's even worse when you realize like most of those kids when they started like miley cyrus was almost not cast as hannah montana because she Mm -hmm. was too young like she auditioned when she was 11 years old yeah or i even think of people like justin bieber like not even in movies because now just like if you think about justin bieber has to sell justin bieber not a character like it is all on him. Yeah. And you wonder why people, not crack, but like have to go through identity, complete identity makeovers when they become an adult because they are no longer a person. They are a brand they are selling. Yeah. They're just an image that has been made up by this industry to sell themselves. Like they are not who they are. It is this image of themselves that this. Mm-hmm. like spokesperson not spokesperson but like manager or executive said like hey this will sell better you need to be this mm-hmm. like it's so sad when you think about it because like when they're that young they're so like like you get influenced so easily when you're mm-hmm. young and like mm-hmm. especially like a preteen teenager like your mind is so vulnerable at that point that like if you hear, like, negative things about, like, no, you can't be this way. We need to change you to this. Like, of course it's going to fuck with you. Like, yeah. that's just natural. Like, even if you weren't famous or on the Disney Channel or whatever, like, obviously you hear one thing and you're like, oh, fuck, I can't do that anymore. You mm-hmm. know? So, like, then on a global scale and, like, just, like, spread to the masses, that pressure is, like, multiplied. It's yeah. crazy. I also think, like, not even as a child, but, like, at 18, if somebody told me something, I'd still feel insecure. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. I mean, like, pretty much at any age. It's just when you're younger, like, you get, you're, you're more perceptible to that, I guess. I, I feel like the entertainment industry and the public eye are the only places when they're, like, 18's an adult. Like, you need to make adult decisions. Everywhere else is, like, 18 is, like, you're a child still. Yeah. Like, real life. Even in college, they're, like, you're only 18. Like, Mm -hmm. people don't know themselves at 18, which is why, like, when people talk about, like, grooming in Hollywood, and they're, like, well, they were 18. I'm, like, that is still a child. Yeah, I'm, like, that's still disgusting. Like, 21 is barely an adult. Yeah. Like, that is still disgusting. That still matters. Like... I understand, like, when I was 18, I was like, you know what? I'm an adult. Like, I can do whatever I want. Like, it's time for me to be independent. And it's like, no, I wasn't. Like, that was just what, like, I was taught. And, like, 
I like was like, you know what? They're right. Like I can do it. And then I was like, no, I can't. I am literally a kid. Like I graduated high school maybe two months ago. I'm 24 and I can barely believe I'm an adult. Literally. I'm like, how long am I going to do this for? Like, can I go back? Like, I don't like this. (laughs) Like, do I have to do this forever? Because I don't really want to do this. Like, I can't even imagine being forced into that situation when you're that young. Okay, the other thing I was just, like, reminding me that I wanted to bring up was also, I've talked about this when it came to nepotism, right? How do you get out of this industry? Think about all the child stars that, like, grew up and just didn't continue this career, Mm -hmm. but lost their entire childhood. Yep. So now they go and they work in any old career where everybody else had a normal childhood. And they just completely missed out on that. And have to now regroup as an 18-year-old who didn't get to be 9 through 17. That's so sad because they're probably going to catch up, like, maturity-wise now. Like, they're going to be like, wait, like... Or they're like, they think they're over-mature. Yeah. And then they never got to be a kid. And then what happens for people like that? They end up at, like, 27 making the stupidest, most immature decisions because they never got to make that decision before. Well, it's like Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson mm-hmm. never got to be a child. Mm-hmm. Like, from the age of, like, six years old, he was literally just seen as a money-making machine. And that's why he had so many problems growing up. And, like, yeah. that's why he literally had, like, well, I don't know if he technically had this. But I remember it was a rumor that he had Peter Pan syndrome. Because everything that he did was very childlike. He, like, even spoke in such, like, a little light tone, you know, like a very youthful young voice his house was literally supposed to be like a theme park like disneyland but like the fantasy land very like young like catered to like kids you know which is so weird because like his career was not but he as a person was like as soon as it wasn't like he wasn't in the public eye his personal life was he was a child and it's really sad when you think about it. Like, he spent his whole life like that. Yeah, I mean, we've all, like, heard the story of having to rent out the supermarket for Michael Jackson so he can experience grocery shopping as a normal person. Yes. And they had to pay actors to act as regular people. Like, isn't that crazy? You have to That's pay so... people to, like, avoid him. That's so insane to me. Like, it's so crazy. Like, I know that, obviously, there are people, like, the Kardashians, they've, I know Kim Kardashian has been asked, like, if you could do one thing as a regular person, what would it be? Or, like, if you weren't famous, what would you do immediately? And she said, I would go to the market. Like, I would just yeah. go to the market. She wasn't a child star or anything, of course. So, like, but no. it's the and same kind of idea. The Kardashians are people that have wanted this. Like, they're not, like, yeah, didn't expect this. Like, this is what they wanted. And I also know, I, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me backtrack before I start to get flustered. Okay. I remember thinking there was an interview years ago. I want to say like five years ago where Selena Gomez was like, I don't want to be famous anymore. I don't want to be known. Like I just, it's so difficult. And I remember thinking, I was like, girl, you could just like get off the internet and like stop taking these jobs and like start a new career. And then I'd be like, no, that's impossible. She's in the public eye. Like people are going to know her. Then I think about Rob Kardashian. Yeah. And I think well, about like she... other child stars that like, were just like, I, you can step back and get out of it. The difference is he literally does not go in public, though. Like, he does not leave his home. Even then, you still don't become a regular person. 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it is that industry that will, like, I don't want to say PTSD because that's not what I mean. But you will, once entered and once somewhat successful in it, you never escape. There is no No. retirement. There is no, like, leaving on your own. There's That doesn't exist for this industry. Not in the public eye. Like, you are connected to it until you die. Even then, you are still connected. Even after, you're always a part of this. Yeah. Which is is a lifelong commitment. And asking children to make possible lifelong commitments that they aren't even aware that they're doing. Yeah. Like, do you think that if you asked, let's say, Miley Cyrus at the age of 11, like, do you still, do you want to be worldwide and, like, want to have people following you around, taking pictures of you, asking for pictures with you, like, asking to talk to you, constantly being given attention. Like, you don't have a second for yourself. Do you want that for the next 60, 70 years of your life? Do you, what do you think she would say? Honestly, as an 11-year-old, they'd probably be like, yeah. Well, yeah, because they don't see, like, exactly the depths yeah. of that. They can't understand that. They'd be like, yeah, that sounds glamorous. Like, that's amazing, right? But then they don't see the realities of it until they're older or they're in it. And they're like, oh, my God, I don't have anything for myself. Yeah. I belong to everyone else. Yeah. It can, the entertainment industry kind of reminds me of the idea of, like, addiction. Mm-hmm. Where, like, you can never really get out of it. And you're just constantly chasing the same things. Yeah. And, like, again, imagine starting a child's addiction. Yeah. Well, even, like, um, I always think of, like, when it comes to child stars, I always think of Drew Barrymore. Mm-hmm. and she obviously was in like a line of actors she was one of the nepotism babies that we talked about like her father is literally drew Barrymore. like mm-hmm. you know so she started off super young and was in like et of all movies like mm-hmm. et right so of course e. she's gonna like et like she's gonna be this huge child star like probably known forever she could have been one of those that like faded away you know like there's some that are in like 80s movies mm-hmm. that like you don't see them and like you wouldn't recognize them in day-to-day life but like just not what works like you know she like was passionate about acting but also like it's a very well-known fact that her mother used her to go to parties and whatnot when she was like nine years old and would get them drugs mm-hmm. and used her as that gateway to get them and then Drew became an addict when she was a kid. Yeah. So that's a whole other level of, like, I belong to everyone else, but also, like, now I belong to this addiction along with this, like, Mm -hmm. image, you know? And, like, again, you don't belong to yourself. You don't even belong to your mom. You're, like, you belong to everyone else around you. Mm -hmm. And now, like, your mom's, like her troubles, her vices, everything else, everyone else's vices that they can, like, use you to get, you belong to those now, too. They are now your problems. Yeah, and that's why I always think about, like, uh, fan culture, especially when people are very young, Mm -hmm. and they get these, like, very intense fan bases, and you're like, that's great, but you no longer get to grow up and be your own person. Everyone's watching you all the time. How would, like, anybody feel at like 14 years old if somebody was making a comment about every decision you made oh yeah I would not be able to be on the internet I wouldn't be able to do anything period yeah that's why like I feel so bad and I sympathize really hard for Billie Eilish 
mm-hmm. because she blew up so young and like at such a crazy global scale like like everyone fucking knew her mm-hmm. by the time she was 15 years old so like to have that pressure on your back i would recluse into my house too i would never go anywhere too mm-hmm. like but she also, like, dealt with mental health problems before her fame. So, like, to mm-hmm. see it amplified, and she's very honest about it, is, like, really interesting, too. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that her um, documentary, I know she's not technically a child star, but, like, she became famous while she was technically a child. Yeah, that's basically a child star. Yeah. So, like, her documentary was honestly really eye-opening, and I definitely recommend it. Mm-hmm. Um also, like, speaking of documentaries, all of Demi Lovato's documentaries are really, really interesting. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I would definitely recommend all of those. But. Um, what was I about to mention? I had, like, a really good point, And I was like, Billie Eilish. Billie Eilish. She was another one who got hate. Insane hate. Like, mm-hmm. even when she won Grammys, she said, no, 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 no. Do not give me the Grammy. Like, I don't give it to me because she knew the backlash would be insane. Like, how sad is that? You can't even celebrate your own victory. Like, Mm -hmm. an award that's being given to you. Like, basically the highest esteemed musical award in the industry. You can't even celebrate it because you just have that fear of, like, what's going to happen next. Mm -hmm. That's so sad. I don't know. Like... The other thing that I was thinking about is for almost everybody else in the world, almost any other industry, like, I've been told that you don't have to figure out your life until you're 30. Mm-hmm. You have to figure out who you are. Like, your 20s is for messing up and, and like, making mistakes and trying a bunch of things and failing, right? That's, like, what we are hurt. That's what we're told. Mm-hmm. If you try to start a career in the entertainment industry without a solidified brand... In your 30s, it's never heard of. It's never no. going to happen. Like, this industry not only abuses the young, preys on the young. Yeah. And they need you to be young. In order to be successful. Yeah. And it's because the younger you are, the more impressionable you are, the easier you are to form, and also the longer of a career you will have. The other thing is, especially in acting, you look younger, so you can play the same age for longer. Yep. That's why in most high school, like, movies, TV shows, everyone that, well, like, okay, everyone that's, like, a high schooler in these TV shows are, like, 30. Mm -hmm. Because, like, when you're younger and you're on the Disney Channel or whatever, like, you can drag that out longer and you look younger, right? Mm -hmm. Versus high school, it's a pretty short amount of time. Yeah. They can use these people and, like, be done within three or four seasons. Mm -hmm. But, like, the younger you are the easier you are to cast and more things. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of one of those, like, never-ending cycles and also, like, you understand why they look for young. They look for thin because you can play younger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, when you look like you haven't gone through as much puberty. Like, you understand the reasoning and you understand why it's not good. So it's kind mm-hmm. of like the never-ending cycle of, like, yeah, that's why you have to pick somebody like that because financially and just timeline-wise... However, that poor person that gets picked has a basically a 50-50 chance mm-hmm. of it ruining things for them and yeah. completely altering their way of life, their perspective. Yeah. Yeah. 
their relationships. Yeah, it's it's really so fucked up. Like, the whole thing just makes me mad. <laughs> like, when I think about it, it makes me really upset. And again, it's like, it reminds me of addiction where there's like, it's hard to get out of it. Once you've started, you're like kind of stuck in it unless you like are ready to commit to a complete and utter like life change. Yeah. And then your family is stuck in it, right? Yes. Your kids will now be the kids of an actor, which is different yeah. than the kids of an accountant. It just is. Yeah, exactly. it's just a job, but it just is different. Also, like, um, oh, my God, what was I going to say? Oh, I was going to say, like, there are a select few actors where, like, they were child actors. They were super successful. And then their family, like, weren't, they weren't crazy and, like, allowed them, like, hey, you uh-huh. can still live your normal life. And they return mm-hmm. to acting later. And I always think of uh, Dakota Fanning. Oh, like, okay. She's like one of the main like actors that I remember. Like when we were younger, Dakota Fanning was everywhere. She was huge. Like she was the child actor. She was like the Drew Barrymore of now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but she, I'm pretty sure she literally went to college and like paused her career to like have a normal, like quote unquote normal life. And mm-hmm. then went back to acting later when she decided. Yeah. Like, I, that's same super with the cool. Sprouse twins. I was just going to say, like, which is really interesting, too, because they were huge. Like, mm-hmm. they were the Disney Channel boys. Like, oh, uh, yeah. 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 Were they, like, normal boys when you met them? Yeah. Yeah. They're really chill. <laughs> they were chill. They were, like, very chill. Like, they weren't. I don't know. In the way that I don't... I don't know. I've met Selena Gomez. I've mm-hmm. met the Sprouse twins. And I will say Selena Gomez felt like you're meeting a famous person. The Sprouse twins felt like they were like, oh, hey, how are you? Like, very casual. Aww. You know what I mean? Like, Selena Gomez knew that, like, I know how to take a picture of the fan and how to talk to them. They were just, like, in a parking lot and were very <laughs> nice. That's so cute. Yeah. Um, it's also, again, talking about, like, it kind of feels like an addiction that I'm like, damn, you guys came back mm-hmm. because you don't get the same high doing other things as you do working in an industry that does nothing but either praise you or hate you. Yeah. But I think with them, it was kind of like a different scenario because they went to college and they studied like, um, I'm pretty sure that, well, Cole studied photography and mm-hmm. I think that Dylan studied archaeology. Mm-hmm. Like, they studied, like, things that I would be, like, like, when I heard, I was, like, oh, that's pretty random. But, like, yeah, well, good for them, you know? Like, things that they were just genuinely interested in that they probably never had a chance to be interested in, you know? Also, my um, conspiracy theory is that they probably were always planning on going back to acting. They were just, like, let's just go to college and study something we think is fun, not something we want to have a career in. Oh, yeah. No. You know, which is, like, telling where I'm, like, you, Dylan Sprouse, we're going to be an archaeologist. <laughs> no. Dylan Sprouse, the archaeologist. I fucking bet. So, like, yeah, they. I think it was one of those where, like, we just want to have a college experience yeah. rather than we want to be a normal person. This is not a child star. Kind of is, but not really. I now always think of Mr. Zayn Malik saying he has to leave One Direction to have a normal life and within a year is back in the music industry. Yep. Is it an addiction? Is it that it's hard to find a career that matches the high of One Direction? Who knows? Was it all a lie? 
I don't know. Can we trust men? Was it a lie? It was a lie. It was a lie the whole time. It was time. all a lie. See, with him, I think there's also a sense of, like, a team being like, hey, you know you're not going to be that successful ever again, right? Like, you have to keep your name out there while your name is big and in people's heads. Because if you come back in three or four years, no one's going to remember who you are. Like, yeah. there's always that threat of being like, you have to be constant. You have to be, like, on top of everything. You have to be mm-hmm. out there. Like, no one's going to remember if you or remember you if you disappear. Yeah. You know, which is so sad. Like, it's like you're not worthy unless you are constantly putting yourself out there. Yeah. That's so fucked up. Like, <laughs> it's like you have to give yourself to everybody else all the time. Otherwise, nobody wants you. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the modern child stars, the modern yes. day, the ones that I think that are like really like had a good. I mean, obviously, I don't think that they're old enough to, like, maybe do a tell-all or, like, say everything that happened. Because I'm sure there's probably some shitty things that have happened for these people. But I always think of, like, the Stranger Things kids, Jenna Mm -hmm. Ortega, like, people like that. Like, it seems like they did pretty well. It seems like they were taken care of pretty well. Yeah, I would also think that social media has a different identity now. Mm -hmm. And, like because of social media and how fast trends move I think people get to play a little bit more and find themselves versus before like a trend would last 10 years and so like Demi Lovato has to be the same girl in Camp Rock like we can't change what she looks like or what they like yeah I just think that like social media has also changed in what access people have and what these child stars get to say to the public yeah I think there's they didn't have as much control. Like, now you are physically on the app. Yeah. I think that there's also a difference of, like, those kids are just actors. Like, these yeah. Disney Channel and Nickelodeon kids were being forced to have this image of, like, I'm a pop star. I'm a dancer. I'm an actor. I am, like, your cool friend. Like, all of these things at once that, like, you constantly need to be all these different identities versus these kids can just be an actor. But yeah. Jenna Ortega was also, like, on the Disney Channel, and they didn't force mm-hmm. that. So I wonder, I also, like, what has changed? I think it's also um, an overabundance of access, media, and there was, like, so many fucking child stars doing acting, dancing, singing that yeah. people got sick of it. We had to change. Yeah. I was going to say, like, back then when, like, Miley Cyrus, Demi Lovato, Selena Gomez, like, all of them, we were kind of in the era of the pop star anyways. So, mm-hmm. like, like... When you think about it, Britney Spears, like Lady Gaga, all of these people were like big at that point, you know? So like to Disney, they're like, this is what's going to market well. Like we have to do this and we can get every revenue of income because we can put them on a show. We can make movies. We can send them on a tour. They can release an album. Like there's so many different things Mm -hmm. that they can do that can bring them money back. Yeah. And now they can make money just from posting online. Yeah. Like, we don't have to. We work differently. Yeah. And I think that's why we don't see the child star breakdown the way that we did when the original Disney stars turned 18. Yeah. I also think that there's a flux in, like, kids looking up to these kids on Nickelodeon, Disney Channel, like, whatever. Mm -hmm. Because, like, to us, that was what we saw every week, right? Versus now... They look up to TikTokers. They look up to YouTubers because that's what's their convenient media that they see constantly. 
And also, just, like, there is, again, so many people. Yeah. It is no longer the same five people. It's, like, if I don't like Charlie D'Amelio, I have, like, a million other girls. Like, it's not that deep. So now it's less of, like, we have to put these people to work constantly. It's, like, we have to sell the best of the best and make it worth people's time. Yeah. And not just, like, put Charlie D'Amelio to work 24-7. Yeah. Like, we have just changed in how we consume media. Mm-hmm. And so the child star has to change as well. Yeah. Now, this is, like, another different thing that I was thinking about earlier. And, like, mm-hmm. we obviously all know, like, uh, the Mickey Mouse. Uh, oh, my God. What is that called? The Mickey Mouse? Clubhouse? No, not the clubhouse. Um, I don't remember what it was called. But essentially, it was, like, the original Disney kids and like, 91 92 maybe and it was ryan gosling justin timberlake uh christina aguilera britney spears they all got their start was that the mickey mouse clubhouse is that what that was called yes it was i'm pretty sure i feel like it was called something else i don't know why maybe it's because i'm thinking like the other tv show i don't know but like it's interesting to see like how they all went differently through their careers too And, like, if that really affected them or if it was the aftermath of that. Like, if Disney really had that, like, toxic kind of chokehold at that point or if Mm -hmm. they learned with time to create it. It was the Mickey Mouse Club, by the way. Mickey Mouse Club. That's what it is. Not the house. Not the the house. Just the club. (laughs) Bus. Club. Another Another club. Another club. Train. Plane. (laughs) But, yeah, like, it's very interesting to think because... I mean, I don't know about Ryan Gosling, but I have not heard anything, like, that he was traumatized or, like, you know, his situation with being a child actor. Obviously, Justin Timberlake has been through the ringer, but that was with NSYNC and that whole crazy shit. Um, Also, notice how 90% of the people that we're talking about that have trauma are women. Yep. Or uh, born women. Yep. Like, it's very obvious to me. But something is going on. Something is going on. Something's not right here. What's going on? It's the what the fuck is going on on here on this day? This day. <laughs> Sorry, she just sent me um <laughs> a picture of the Mickey Mouse Club, right? And then a zoom in of Ryan Gosling. <laughs> I'm going to post this on the pop, like, on the Instagram with no context. I'm going to be, like, clue for this week's episode. And everyone's going to be like, Ryan Gosling? I'm going to be like, close. You're close. Close. yes. But only those who are listening are going to understand. It's true. And that's why you got to be listening when episodes come out. But it's true. I, I have a question for you. Yeah. Who is your favorite child star? Ooh. Okay. The thing is, like, okay, I don't know if it's just me, but, like, for me, when I think of a child star, I'm like, oh, it has to be somebody that's my age or, like, I grew up with. Mm-hmm. And so, in that case, it's Miley Cyrus. Okay. I feel that. It's Miley Cyrus. I don't know it's, what to say. It's Miley Cyrus. Who's yours? Um, I always really, like, connected with Demi Lovato, so I want to say them, <laughs> but also, like, Miley like yes. Miley is Miley. Come on. Like Miley, I just feel like Miley has the most iconic childhood fame and also the most iconic 
adult breakdown and rebrand. Yeah. Um, and just like the most, I like, like everything about her, you're like, that is exactly what history needed. You know, I saw a video, a TikTok the other day, and it was someone, you know, like how everyone's going through the streets with microphones, like asking questions to random people mm-hmm. on the street. It was this guy running around being like, who's the queen of Disney Channel? And when I say 95% of people said Selena Gomez, my <gasps> jaw was on the floor. They Selena? all said Selena Gomez. Not Raven? Like, I, literally, there was one person that said Raven. Not one said Miley Cyrus. Not, Not one said Hillary Duff. Duff? That's what I said. Hillary Duff is another one that is super underrated. Also, yeah. you know who we didn't bring up today? Who? Our queen, Lindsay Lohan. The oh, ultimate wow. child star. I think it's, again, a similar situation to, like, to Demi and to Miley of, like, you've been forced to be a certain person. And then when you turn 18, you're like, I get to make my own decisions. Yeah. And I'm not going to be anything like they said I was going to be. Literally, like, she went through a full identity crisis and dyed her hair all these, like, five different colors within the span of a year. And went out, like, partying, drinking, got DUIs, arrested, everything. Yeah, what do you expect from these people? Because they finally get, like, let loose. It's like, imagine being incarcerated without a crime. Like, you're mm-hmm. not actually, you haven't done anything and you're being punished, but you're incarcerated for maybe 15 years and you finally get a taste of freedom and a shit ton of money and the privilege. What do you fucking expect these people are going to do? It changes everything. Your whole life changes. They Your mindset, everything. everything. they could dream of. Mm-hmm. Bitch, if I was 18 and had access to everything I could dream of, I'd be in jail. <laughs> Girl, imagine us. 18 years Girl. old, living at that door. Girl. We could have bought... It would have been over for us. We would have been in prison. We literally used to sneak people into our dorm in our trunk of our cars. We had a really efficient system. We did. But, like, imagine that with, like, money and, like, every opportunity in the world. Girl, I would be paying would, off the security guards. We would literally be in prison. We would quite literally be in jail. Like, arrested. Done. <laughs> And that's why God did not give us money and privilege at the age of 18. That's why God said to me at eight years old, no, your dream of being a Disney Channel star won't come true. And look how God gives. Look how God gives. Look how he gives. This just became a sermon. (laughs) Pop sermon. (laughs) Pop sermon! The pop sermon. The pop pastors. (gasps) I think we just did something. I, I think, think we, we just need to, did like, something. for Halloween, be the pop pastors. And we have books, like, Bibles, but it's, like, pop culture Bibles. And we, like, it's actually Tiger Beat. Stop! Oh, my <laughs> God! That's everything. Does it have Ross Lynch and Rainey Rodriguez, though? Of course. He's another one. Actually, they both turned out really well. Oh, we've actually talked about Rainey Rodriguez as a child star, what she's gone through and in her adulthood last we season. We have. We have. Um, episode two of season two, actually. We have. You know, she was so iconic in Paul Blart. Literally, I need to rewatch Paul Blart. It was on, Um. oh my God. I was like looking for a movie to watch literally yesterday. And I saw it and I was like, yeah. I miss Rainey Rodriguez. Get a daughter. And watch some peanut butter and blart. God, that sounds so good. <laughs> then do it. <laughs> then do it. You know who's... Well, wait, we didn't even talk about... Hold on. Just really fast. Okay. I just want to say this really fast. We didn't okay. even talk about Victoria Justice. Sorry, girl. 
Oh, I'm sorry, Victoria. I'm so sorry, girl. Once She's again. She's kind of in the Miranda Cosgrove boat, though. Yeah. But, like, Miranda Cosgrove, like, is the icon. I don't think that Victoria just icon status. You know what it is? It's what my dad calls the Beatles effect. She just got there first. <laughs> like, well, technically, she was Amanda Bynes. And she's another Exactly, but who's more iconic, Amanda Bynes and Miranda Cosgrove? Amanda Girl. Bynes. Oh. I thought you were going to say Miranda Cosgrove, and I was like, don't. <laughs> I was like, no, don't it's the Beatles that. effect. Doesn't mean one's better than the other. It means one got there first. It's true. And because they got there first and they did it first, they get the more legendary status. Mm-hmm. It's what happens. It is what happens. So could these new child stars be as iconic? Maybe. No. But they weren't there first. <laughs> Maybe you should have been born in the 90s. Maybe you should have been born earlier. Not my fault you weren't born earlier. Can you imagine saying that to a child? I would say that all the time to a child. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd be like, that's not my problem. You know what? I you literally just so people know, I worked with children for like maybe three, four years straight. Mm-hmm. I was so mean to children. And not in like... It's fun. I'm sorry. Like in a way that a parent would get mad at me. But like, I've learned that the key to getting a child to talk to you is to just not talk to them like a child. No, literally. You just can't talk to kids like they're children. Yeah. You speak to them I've like they're heard... adults and they will function as so. I remember these kids used to cry at my daycare and I'd be like, okay, go cry. And they'd be like, uh, what? And I'd be like, it's up to you. You want to cry? Go ahead, cry. You don't want to cry? We can go hang out. Figure it out. Literally. And two minutes later, they'd be fine. No, that it's like when they fall over. It's if you say, oh my God, oh my God, are you okay? They act on that. They see that you are empathetic and they're like, oh my God. Versus mm-hmm. if they fall or they, you know, like, knock themselves over and you say you're okay you're okay get up that's why through these child stars they complain they go you're fine you're fine literally get your ass up but there's also like a difference between like falling <laughs> on the floor and like being used <laughs> yeah yeah no there's a difference there, there's a difference but um my my advice would be get your ass up we gotta go beat somebody else's ass girl get your ass in the car you got school in the morning get your ass, <laughs> get get your ass in the car <laughs> You I remember like the last episode when I was like, oh, Maddie and I are going to make some random internet references in middle yep. of conversation. Yep. And I apologize if you don't understand it. That is another one. You know what? We should really just like next week, we should break it down. Be like the pop- I don't even know if we can like think of all of them. Though. The pop thesaurus, the pop encyclopedia, just like things that we say that we're like, oh shit, like maybe you want some context on this. Like, yeah. Maybe you're how not this going to any sense. Now. What'd you say? There was, how does this make any sense? Yeah. There was a good like week and a half where I consistently go, thank you everyone for coming. I have an announcement. I, I have, have a gun. gun. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like maybe Maddie and one other person would understand the joke and the reference. I don't think you understand how funny that is. Like, <laughs> I know that you know it's funny, but like that kills me. Just, I have a gun. <laughs> Like I don't think you understand how many times I've said it. It wasn't just to you. Like I just would say <laughs> that constantly to myself. There's also been like I don't know if people are like confused by this, but it's been maybe like a good 3 or 4 months where like I don't know why, out of like a reaction, I say please to things. Like I'll be laughing and I'm like, "Oh my god, please." And 
I started saying Kalisa Rinna. <laughs> like, and I think some people are like, what? And then other people were like, are you, what the fuck was that? Like, they started laughing at it because it's funny. But again, that's like another thing. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Why aren't you laughing? It is funny. Or you know what's a good one? Why are you booing me? I'm right. Yeah, literally. Why are you booing me? I'm right. Like, <laughs> I say it all the time. There's so many good ones. That's what I'm saying. We need to just have like a pop meme ex- encyclopedia. A breakdown. We can make a list on the pop. Okay. a reference sheet okay we'll we'll get started on that yeah we'll we'll start planning we'll you know we'll write down all of our our references perfect perfect we can sell it mm-hmm. a coffee table book a coffee stop i think we need it okay oh my god okay whoever wants to buy one dm me or text yeah. me and um i will get them printed immediately perfect okay well, I think that's kind of bringing us to the end of this episode, mm-hmm. which I have to say is the end of episode nine out of ten. Dude. 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 Dude, we're almost done. So this season is very quickly coming to an end. We have two more episodes coming out. We have one more pop news circuit that's coming through. And one more topics episode, which will be our summer wrap up. Mm-hmm. Talk about the hits and the misses of the summer season of 2022. Hits and the misses. And sadly, don't worry, darling, won't be even included in that. No, but you will be hearing from us. About it. We we will. But you will be hearing from us. Will be. That's a threat. <laughs> To you, Miss Olivia, you will be hearing from us. Don't worry, darling, drama continues. Especially with the Venice Film Festival happening, you're definitely going to want to pay attention to the pop news coming up to get fully updated on all the drama going on. I'm so excited. I could care less about Harry. I just want to see Flo. I just want to know what that red carpet's going to look like. I want to know if there's interviews. I need to know. I'm addicted. I know for a fact if there are, they are saying do not ask about this. Like, that's to every media outlet is do not ask about we need to fly to venice right now get on that carpet bring our mini mic and ask every person we can girl i don't have a passport wait what i had one but it expired okay that's another issue we're gonna have to deal with another time well yeah i got it when i was 14 well okay Get a anyways. new one. We got ask Florence Pugh. Anyways, we will figure out my passport drama another time. <laughs> but before we do that, if you're listening to this episode, there's probably a few things you might want to do. Mm-hmm. What, what, is, what does that include? Drama? Uh, the first one, you're probably going to want to, if you're on Spotify or Apple, you can actually follow our podcast here. You can hit follow and hit the notification bell to get updates and notifications every time a new episode comes out. Oh, no way. That's really sick. No, it's like super easy. Super and then the cool. next thing you could do just for a little bit more of an update, you can head over to Instagram and look up mm-hmm. podcast and follow us there. You can like and comment and DM questions about references that we're making that don't make any sense. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. Is there anything else that I should do? Yeah, like the very last one, we go to TikTok, this really, really cool app that's like just kind of blowing up. Yeah, I, I feel like I've heard right it. now. Yeah, yeah, but you might want to get on it. It's um, If you look up 
um, at the pop dot pod. Mm-hmm. That's like a pretty cool account you can follow. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. Yeah. Okay. Cool. 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 I'll so. follow him. I'll give him a chance. Yeah, and then you'll be fully up to date and ready for the final week of the pop three. The season finale! Oh my god, you know what? We just went through today with no technical difficulties. Don't say it. Don't it say was a technical it difficulty! Don't say it yet! There has to be one. There has to be one every episode. I'm sorry. It's just our thing. I'm sorry. I think for our merch, we need to make a shirt that says it. <laughs> Sorry, it's I can't hear Oh my god. I mean I'm I'm pretty good. <laughs> Someone called pentatonics. Anyway, yeah. before we get wrapped up in a whole nother conversation, um, we're gonna have to end this episode, but we'll see you guys next week. And until then, bye, bye besties. besties.